What's up, friends? Welcome back to the Dark Waters. I'm your host, Josh. It's Friday. Hope everyone had a great week. Hope everyone's looking forward to the weekend. Uh, the only thing I know, I think Bass Nation is on the, uh, the Chesapeake Bay this weekend. I'm pretty sure. So uh, good luck to everyone competing at that. Uh, I've never, I've yet to fish that area, so I got nothing to say about it. But uh, you know, I hope everyone has a good time and catches some big-ass fish. Um, not much going on here. I'm taking the weekend off. I'm, I'm, I'm still exhausted from last weekend at the Susky. Uh, my body hurts. Uh, I went fishing Wednesday, caught a few, but just, I'm just exhausted, man. I need a break. So going to take this weekend off. And then, uh, next weekend I go to New Hampshire for the elite kayak fishing. I'm going to be fishing the, uh, Winnemusaki. Uh, I think I said it right, but, uh, a really good fisher. I fished there a few years ago, so I uh, didn't do that well, but, um, Hope I can go down there and redeem myself and uh, put up some good numbers. But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing everyone in the Northeast. Hopefully, have a good show, you know, a good show out. But uh, we'll see. Uh, it's still going to be a great time, regardless. Uh, but looking forward to that. Uh, and then I was going to do lacrosse at the end of the month, but I think I'm going to pull out of that one uh, just because. Uh, just because it's been a long season, uh, a lot of traveling. So I don't know. Me and my wife were discussing it, but I think I'm going to be pulling out of that one. And then I don't know what I'm going to do in September, but. I, 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 Dude, the season's coming to an end quicker than I thought. I mean, shit. Uh, but, man, it's been a great season. So, uh, no complaints here. But uh, other than that, guys, I don't really have anything else to really talk about. Um, nothing. Nothing. Fucking nothing. So, uh, anyways, uh, next guest is uh, Casey Reed. I've had this guy on the show many times, especially last year. Uh, but it's been a while. So, we brought him out on just to catch up. He's had some recent success. He won the top ten at the uh, Bass Nation Championship. Uh, was one of the guys that got to go on the stage, uh, second place at one of the East, uh, East West Harbor in Ohio, not too long ago. And, uh, it was cool, man. We came on the show, he we caught up, uh, we talked a little bit about those events. Then we did, we talked about all kinds of shit. We talked about 360 imaging, sonar, lot, whatever. I mean, I got to share my opinion, which believe me, believe me, it doesn't matter. Uh, when it comes to electronics, I'm whatever I'm, I'm for it i'm not against it but you know there's some things i think about and so I, I definitely share my opinion so if it's not yours i don't care uh but whatever um but no it was a great conversation i love having casey on i definitely need to make sure he's on more than what he has been recently uh but man uh what a, what a fun conversation but uh let me thank my sponsors real quick and then we'll we'll, we'll get through this thing uh obviously uh sticks fishing uh they it's been a great year so far with those guys uh they've been great to me um, you know, dude, they make six rods that will cover all your needs, man. All your lures, all your techniques, uh, whatever you want to do, you can get done with those six rods. Um, they're color coordinated, they're number coordinated. So for all you slow people, this makes things easier for you. But, uh, man, I, I love the concept. They've been, the rods have been awesome. They're great rods. They're affordable because they, they, they cut out the middleman. You order through them. They're about a hundred dollars a piece, or you can get all six for uh 500, uh, and I think they're sold out a lot, but I think they're in the, they're in the, they're in the works of getting them all, getting caught up, and getting them back in the inventory. But, um, man, make sure you check out their website also, sticksfishing.com. Uh, they got a library of knowledge uh, from uh, Travis Moran and uh, Nick the Informer Fisherman. Tons of knowledge, guys. Uh, those guys have been teaching people how to catch fish for years. Uh, so check them out. Uh, and then check out the Cody Lithium. Uh, dude, I'm so happy to be part of that team, man. Uh, those guys take really good care of me. They can fish in a lot easier for me. And they make the best battery uh, for kayak fishing in general, but they, they've embraced the kayak world. And I don't know very many kayakers who don't use Dakota Lithium. So check them out. Uh, get on board. Join the madness and be powered by Dakota Lithium. 
Uh, Exxon Lure, still rocking those, man. Uh, awesome plastics. Um, just awesome color schemes. Uh, just a whole bunch of things, man. Check them out. Uh, use discount code capital D, capital W15. And last but not least, Rogue Fishing Company. Don't lose your shit this year. Buy some gear that will save your gear. Uh, but And use discount code DARKWATERS as well. So uh, other than that, guys, thank you so much. Uh, it's been a great year so far. Uh, still got a few months left, and uh, we'll keep this we'll keep this thing rolling. Uh, but everyone, tag me. Let me know how you do this weekend. Anyone fishing uh, the Chesapeake Bay or just fishing in general, I love hearing from you guys. But uh, that's it. Have a great fucking weekend. Talk to you soon. Ciao. What's up, Casey? It's been a minute. Yeah, man. How's it been going? Good, man. I just got back from the uh, Susky. I'm still a little beat up. Uh, river, river fishing's tough, man. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's uh, you're constantly fighting current, and uh, I got. I remember getting off the water. I could barely stand because my ass muscles were just like, we're done. Everything, everything that you use, mostly you use the pedal was exhausted. And I remember trying to drive home Sunday, and. Uh, it was painful. Like, you know, like, you know, the last thing I wanted to do was sit down for uh four hour, four and a half hours, but, uh, man, it was a great weekend. Yeah. I believe it, man. I mean, it looked like there was a lot of fish caught. It looked like a good time, man. But like, I, yeah, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of rivers, even though I, I think Jody's talking me into, to going and checking that one out sometime soon, but yeah, you'll, we'll you'll probably, you'll, you'll probably end up like I did. Like, I mean, I was totally against this tournament. Uh, I skipped it last year. Uh, both of the ones that were on there last year, and then uh, like this year, people were just talking to me. I'm like, whatever. Like it's it's close enough. There's no reason why like, I need points or whatever. Whatever I'm trying, whatever I did to convince myself to go down there. But I was like, it was like one of the, the best experiences I've ever had. Like that river is special. Um, it man, like I, it changed my life. Those smallmouth there, like they're they're a special fish, and I don't think there's any other fish like them in the world. Um. I don't know. I could talk about it for days, but like, yeah, you have to try it out. It's, 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 it was, it was awesome. Cool, man. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I've, I've seen pictures of those smallmouth and they're just, they're nothing like the river smallmouth around here. It's just, you know, that, that Northern breed of those smallmouth are just, they just get so fat, man. They're, they're a big fish. And they just dig, man. Like when you hook them, like, I mean, I, I got up to the boat. And they all did the same thing. Like you, they would, they would come towards you. So you're like, shit, I gotta, I gotta pick up that slack before they get off, you know. And then as soon as they, you see them, as soon as they see the boat, it's like they knew. They all did like this 180 degree turn and just went away from you and just went deep and just, and just drag. Like I mean, just dug, 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 drag, drag. And I'm, I mean, I had to like sit there and fight a fish for like two, three minutes just to get in the boat. I mean, and I had to be careful because it would break my shit. I remember just having to fix my, you know, my, my drag and everything. I mean. A 14-inch fish should take me two, three minutes to, to get get in the boat, but they do they do in that river. Yeah, and and those the smallmouth are known for jumping too, man, coming oh, you God. know three, four foot out the water, and that's you know I mean on tournaments that's got to be terrifying. I mean, your heart's just got to be pounding when that, when you see that fish come out the water like that. Oh yeah, it it was it, it was crazy. I lost two I lost two important fish on both days. 
Um, and so, you know, and it was like, it was the first two fish in the morning. So like the whole days of the tournaments, I'm just sitting there like just nerve wracked. You know what I mean? I don't want to lose any more fish. Cause you know, when you see a good fish, it's like a, an 18, 20 inch, you know, you lost it. It wrecks, it, it kind of wrecks you for the rest of the day. Cause you just get nervous. Cause you like, how often do you get a big fish? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it, they're, you know, they're not a dime a dozen. Like you gotta, you gotta earn those. I just remember every time they jump out of the water, I'm, please, I'm like, please don't do that. Please don't do that. Or, you know, whatever it is that, you know, those crazy things they do. I was just like begging the fish gods, just, just let them stay in the hook. Please stay in the hook. Yeah. Losing fish, man. It's like, I, I, I've learned to get over it pretty quick as far as like, you know, not being upset that I just lost that fish. But yeah. yeah. That's a whole nother aspect of it that I never really thought about is like the next fish you catch, you're like, you, you see that hook coming out of his mouth and you're like, you're just like, please don't, please don't. And they say, yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah. Dude, losing, losing fish is the worst. And like, this is the tournament that I've actually, I don't really lose fish that much. Cause I'm not much of a treble hook guy anymore. I fish pretty heavy gear and I was fishing really light gear here. So it was, it was different than what I'm used to fishing. So like, I get it now, you know, like, cause you always hear when, when people are all, when they talk about tournaments, like, man, I did, did all right, but I lost a 22 or, you know, everyone likes to love to say like, I lost this. And you, you always think it's kind of like just bullshit talk. You have to say what people say, but it's not always, sometimes it's very true. Sometimes people lose important fish because you know, whatever reason, like tackle, uh, bad knots or treble hooks or whatever. But yeah, you're right though. You got to, uh, you got to move on. Like you can't sit there and dwell on it and you can't let it really affect the next cast. Like, like it's one of those things I had to learn that on that river, especially was like, you, you just got to get over it and you got to keep fishing hard because it doesn't matter anymore. Like, like you, you still got to go out there and find fish. And if you're going to sit there and, and sulk and pout and, and just spin out of control because of it, it's, it's going to make the, the day that much or could make the day that much worse. And so it's, it's definitely something you just got to get over and forget. Yeah. It's, it's hard to do, man. But like yeah. the past, the past two years, I think I've done really good at it and just, I mean, you, you kind of see the, the professionals, you know, if you're watching them live and stuff, they're like, they do the same thing. I mean, they, they get upset too, but like just as quick, they're over it and just making that next cast. And it's kind of, I mean, obviously it's sitting on the back of their mind, but they're not showing it. They're just keeping grinding. And, and yeah. I mean, I think that's the best thing anybody can learn how to do is just not let that get to you and just keep going because – I mean, if you just got a bite, you know, there's another bite coming soon. Yeah. Uh, hopefully. And, you know, you never know when that's going to come. So if you just keep going, um, yeah. you'll you'll hopefully replace that fish you just lost. So. But also, you know, make, make an adjustment. That's kind of what I had to do. I talked about it in my other podcast earlier, but it's like I knew why they broke off. You know, like the first day uh, I was using way too light tackle. You know, I made a mistake. I thought these small mouths were going to be similar to the ones that I'm used to fishing up here. You know, they fight hard up here, but they're not they're not current fish. You know what I mean? So they're just not built the same way that those fish are that are constantly swimming around and you're fighting the current as well so you got a lot of stuff going against you plus the rocks and everything else and the way those fish dig down so i had to, i had to beef up i had to you know like yeah i still fish finesse but i had to move i had to when i, when I got off the water that day or that same day i you know right there on the spot i switched tackle uh you know i switched my my uh, spinning reel reel i put some different um line on there and that, that helped. And then the next day, I didn't fix my drag the way I should have. So I lost two important fish like that. And then once I fixed my drag, everything was better. But, you know, I had to make those adjustments and I had to, like, have confidence in myself to, like, like th that's what I needed to do to, to fix it. And it won't happen again. And it yeah. worked out. But you got but like, but if I would have been like, oh, my God, this sucks. This is horrible. And, and focus on that and said, like, how do I avoid this from happening again? Especially, like, with treble hooks. I had to, uh, I had to decide because, you know, uh, my whopper plopper hooks weren't the right hooks. I needed to switch them out. 
So I had to quit throwing the whopper plopper. You know what I mean? Like that just that just had to be, or else I was going to take the chance of missing uh, fish. So I had to switch that up. Um, and just get, and you know, I missed two fish on that as well. So it just just things like that. Like you, if you're missing fish, you got to get over, it, and then you also got to make adjustments. And and, and you pretty much you got to protect the rest of the day. You still got all day to fish or however many hours to to make up for what you lost. Yep. <clears throat> Uh, so what have you been up to, man? Like, I haven't talked to you in a while. Uh, I wanted to talk to you right at the Possum Kingdom. Some things came up. Um, what have you been up to this whole season? Like, I mean, I, I know you fished that, and I know you did really well, a uh, top 10 finish. But, uh, you know, what are some of the other tournaments you've been into? Like, so, like how, how has your tournament season been going so far? So it's been going decent. I mean, not, nothing nothing real great. Um, I mean, last weekend, two weekends ago, I did had a second place finish uh, on the East West Harbor uh, up in right. Ohio, and I mean until then it was kind of pretty mediocre. I mean nothing, nothing real good, but nothing real bad either. So, so I mean I've I've been pretty happy with the season, and you know to to have that last event finish in a second place like that just it's that's been great. Um, well, we'll talk about that place just a little bit, Casey, because I know um, they switched it up this year. You know KBS been going there for years. Um, they opened a lot up. So I know in the past there's been like a lot of, uh, you know, people fishing like the actual harbors, you know, a lot of large mouse, you know, being caught in the past. Uh, but now with what they opened up, like you know, a lot of people were chasing small mouth and large mouth. Uh, you know, what were your thoughts on the whole thing? And like, what did you do different? So I really didn't do anything different. I kind of just wanted to stick to, you know, I'd finally kind of figured it out over the past couple of years, figured out the harbors. And um, I just wanted to go see what I could do in the harbors. Like now that like last year, I don't think I did very great, but I felt like I learned a lot. And right. um, and so so this year I wanted to take what I learned and just put it put it to work. And, um, you know, I, I, I feel like I did that pretty good. I mean, I, I had a pretty good day on day one, um, came out the gate just, you know, pretty hard. And I think I was the first with the limit of probably both days. But I mean, I'm pretty sure I set in like first and second on day one, the like most of the day, and then kind of towards the end, I just couldn't call out any, and uh, just kept getting passed. But um, but there were there were good days, man. I had yeah, I sat in one spot and just absolutely hammered them for about an hour, an hour and a half in the morning. But you know, just wasn't getting those big kicker fish that I needed. But but some decent fish out of it. So. Yeah, what, what, what that's something that I'm, I'm having a very hard time this season with because I've had a pretty, I've had a great season, man. Um, and, you know, I've cashed some checks. Uh, I still haven't had like an awesome, um, you know, national event, you know. But I, but I've I've done better than the past, you know. I'm starting to I'm all, I'm catching limits. Uh, I'm putting up some decent numbers, you know. I'm I'm, I'm kind of like right out there in the middle of the pack, maybe getting a little bit closer to getting ahead of the middle of the pack. But uh, you know, one of the things that it's hard for me to do is find it's calling and finding bigger fish and. and Deciding like what changes do I need to do? Because one of the problems I have is uh is staying where stay, so in the past one of my problems used to be I would move too much and not fish areas the way they need to be fished. And now it's like I don't move enough. I guess like I'm, I'm sitting there like I catch fish and you know I'm a, immediately afraid to leave that spot. You know I'll venture off and if I don't start getting bites yeah. I immediately go back to what I know and it's fine. You know I'll start to, I'll catch fish but I never I'm not getting to that point where I'm I'm you know I'm calling it or I'm you know I'm, I'm 
you know, get, get find those bigger bites that I need to actually make a difference in like my my score. But what are some of the things that you do? Like when you think, you know, like when you get a limit and you got to make it bigger. Like, what are the things that you think about to like increase that limit? Like, I mean, like it's do you go? Do you move? It's like where do we find those bigger bites at if if we're not finding them? And it's a it's a tough call because like I've been sometimes I'll just sit there and if I'm catching a lot of fish and and you know they're decent fish, um, especially if it's not a two day event or a you know multi day event, mm-hmm. um, sometimes I'll just sit there and keep catching them and most of the time if you're catching fish you know you're gonna you're gonna end up upgrading before before long um, right. sometimes it just doesn't ever happen but sometimes i i, I don't know how to answer that because like I know. It's tough, sometimes right? you just sometimes you just have that feeling where it's like i'm not gonna get a bigger fish here like you you just have that feeling with with what you're seeing coming out of there and um you just got to move and and find something different but sometimes it pays off to just sit there and and you will upgrade so uh, yeah it's a it's kind of one of those gut calls that right that it, you know you make the right decision on, on either moving or staying there and it can either it can either hurt you or help you yeah it's like it's, it's like, like i love asking this question because i've asked it a few times but it's always hard to answer because it's like what's the right answer and what's the wrong is, is there a right or wrong answer because like, let's say you stay and you and you do call or let's say you move and you call or let's say you do both and you, and you and you still do shit, you know what I mean? It's it's one of those things. It's like there's yeah, got to be there's got to be there's got to be a choice that's made. But like, how do you yeah. really plan for results? You know what I mean? If that makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, other than just like knowing, like knowing the area as well as possible, and like you know, if you've pre-fished that area and you know there's you know you caught big fish pre-fish in there. And maybe they're just not the big fish just aren't moving right then, and you just gotta wait them out until until they turn on. Sometimes that's it. Um, sometimes the big fish just moved out. So I mean, yeah, like I said, it's kind of that gut call. And I mean, it sucks, but most of the time you won't know if you made the right decision until you know till it's till it's too late. You know, yeah. it's, it's over. You know. Um, well, you know, but it's funny. Like you know, we got we both got a lot of friends who fish, and everyone loves to post. You know, on social media, how the day went, and it's it's great because you learn a lot from uh, you know, what people post on social media. But like a lot of times, you'll see them. It's like I stayed there too long, or I left when I should have stayed. But it's like one of those things. Like, how do you know? How do you know that that like that like what you're thinking would have been the right answer? Because I mean, yeah. I mean, it's always been done, and like, and tournaments are won in so many different ways. Um, I think it just what well, kind of just really rely like whatever your personality is, like what you like to do. Um, it's going to play a lot in like in those kind of scenarios, I believe. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the perfect example of that is, you know, at East West Harbor on the, you know, the KBF has the two, two separate tournaments, but on Saturday I was, uh, my plan the whole time was to switch. I was, I was fishing East and I was going to go fish West, like in the middle of the day. Right. And like, that was my plan going into it. And, you know, I did real good, come out the gate hot. And um, I was like, man, I'm catching so many fish. I'm going to have to find an upgrade somewhere around here. Like, I'm just I'm just doing too good to leave. And what, what do you know? I did not upgrade the rest of the day. Like, after, like, 10 o'clock came around, and I was like, I, I should, like if I need to move, like, now I got to do yeah, it. Yeah. And I decided to stay, and I didn't get an upgrade the rest of the day. And then – Day two, I kind of questioned myself again. I was like, my, my plan was going to kind of be the same again. I was going to move and, and switch lakes. And uh, 
I hesitated. And, uh, and then finally I'm like, I'm like, I got to do it. You know, uh, if, if I stay here and don't upgrade again and I get past, I'm going to be so pissed off. And at least I can say I stuck to my plan. And, right. You know, if I do get past and don't, don't upgrade, but you know, I moved, moved spots and went there and ended up upgrading again. So, um, I mean, it, it that made me and my decision-making feel a lot better, um, about, about what I needed to do. And I think that was exactly what I needed to do. So, well, when you, when you make a decision like that, like, was there a specific reason why you, when you move, like why you moved to that spot, you know what I mean? Like, was there certain like variables that you're thinking of? Like, you know, like, for, it's just like, for instance, like say, Oh, well now the sun's up. So maybe they move deeper into shade or, is there, you know what I mean? Like whenever you decide to move, I feel like, like that's one of the problems that I have is like finding a reason to move. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't mind yeah. moving, but if I'm moving, it has to be different than what's going on here. Cause in the past I would just say, move to another flat. Well, if this flat sucks, that flat could suck. But if you're, you know, but if I'm thinking like more, I guess strategic, like, okay, well, they're obviously not munching here. You know, the sun's up or it's hot or maybe they're, they're finding shit. Like, is there a certain reason why you decided to like to move to whatever area you decided to move in? So I think the biggest reason was just just new water. I mean, okay. I, I feel like I feel like the east just fish is so small, and it's like, it, yeah, you can come across them and you'll catch the crap out of them. But if you're just trying to move around and and just you know just work a bank or move spot, like you're just not gonna catch them like like you need to be. And um, you know, I, I kind of hammered out a couple of spots and caught a bunch of fish off of them, and that was kind of all I had over there. And um, so I, so I wanted to go ahead and move. <laughs> and fish some new water it's a lot different kind of stuff it's stuff that i actually feel right. a lot more comfortable fishing and um i figured it probably wasn't going to be as pressured um you know so so that that played a big decision and and just you know like i said just fishing different stuff rather different than kind of recycling the spots that i had been fishing previously right. yeah then those comments getting that like like I, if i'm gonna move i want like imagine it needs to be different like you know what i mean it can't just be like move to a spot that's similar to mine i'm not saying that that, that wouldn't work but i'm saying like you know like the, the grass flats not work well maybe i need to go find you know rocks brush pile or whatever or maybe move yeah. shallow or something like that but i don't know like, if i'm gonna move i feel like there's gotta be like a, a really good reason to move or to leave fish uh or something like that instead of just like just moving because i'm getting nervous because the time's clicking and i'm not getting that bite that i need yeah yeah um, yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, you know, I was, I was fishing like kind of grass lines and, and somewhat in the grass and then just, uh, moving, fishing more, just hard rock. There's really no grass around, um, a little bit deeper water. Uh, so, and, and again, I think there, there's so much more the, the, the West just fish is so much bigger in my opinion. And, um, you can kind of just, Hit, hit a bunch of different spots, hit some points and right. and catch, you know, catch a couple fish here and there rather than just like having to hope you just luck up on a pile of them and then, you know, just catch them left and right. But, but yeah, I mean that, that move definitely, definitely saved, saved my day and made me feel a lot better about everything that I did. I mean, in the end, I don't think I really needed that last upgrade, but you know, at, in the moment you never know, you're always trying to upgrade. So, and yeah. you know, who knows if I would have caught one more, maybe I would have went an hour earlier. I could have caught another one and, you know, ended up winning it. So, yeah. Um, but, but um, yeah, I mean, it's just, just being able to make those calls is, is 
I, I, I there's no right or wrong until it's until it's too late, and then then you'll know. But yeah. I mean, you just got to kind of go with your gut a lot of times, like yeah, and it, it'll burn you. But you know, when you when you make those right calls, and especially if you can make a whole day full of the perfect calls, like yeah. dude, there's no better feeling. Um, well, I mean, that, that's got to be what kind of separates like those top tier anglers from like everyone else is like their ability to make those calls. You know what I mean? Like to, to, to yeah. decide like when to move, why to move, uh, you know, what's and things like that. You know what I mean? Like, like it's gotta be the difference. I mean, cause that's where I'm struggling right now. It's, 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 it's making those kind of calls and making the right call. And, and, and great. I, I know even the, even the best do make the wrong call, but there's a, but there's a reason why they're the top 10 all the time because they're really good at, at making those right calls. You know, yeah. I don't know if it's time on the water. I don't know what it is, but it's just like it's just it's just some people just get it. I guess some people just have. I don't know. Like I was talking to Drew Gregory today, and we were. You know, I asked him a simple question like, "Why does the Susky fish so good?" And all of a sudden, he's he might as well have been like a a scientist or a biologist. You know, talking <laughs> to me or like he's saying shit. I'm like, I don't know what he just said, but obviously he's right. I mean, he, he got a, he got a good third place finish in a you know whatever in a, or second place fit whatever. Like he's. But he does that kind of stuff all the time, and you hear these people talk and everything they know. It's like, God, there's just so much more shit that I gotta know, uh, you know, that, that would help my decision making process. Because uh, right now, I'm just, you know, who knows why I'm making the choices I'm making half the time. Yeah, I mean, like, like I, I'm nowhere near on that level. Most, most of my stuff, I just feel like it's just gut instinct. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know the fish that well. I don't feel like, like, as far as scientifically and all that, they're like you know, what they're doing, why they're doing it. But like a lot of it is a lot of it for me is more just based on gut instinct and just time on the water. Like you said, that's a huge thing. You know, you, you out there, you're out there just like, you, you know, you'll see certain scenarios and it could be, it could be something as small as the wind shifting directions or I mean, anything like that. And you're like, and it just clicks in your mind and you're like, well, I called them like this one time here. Or, or, you know, I caught them in this area and, and this looks exactly like it. So let me try that. And, you know, sometimes, you know, that really pays off. And that's just going off of, you know, fishing a whole bunch of different bodies of water, learning, you know, catching fish there, doing doing bad and doing good there. You know, you kind of right. learn the, both sides of it and you know what to look for and what you what you don't want to see. Um, and, and, yeah, I think I think time on the water is is absolutely key. To, to being able to learn and make those calls. Well, how about, you know, like something like cause, you know, East West Harbor has been on the KBF trails. I mean, I've been fishing, I think three, four years and they, they always have a, you know, a trail that, or an event there. Um, yeah. And then you look at it, you know, and you've been doing, you've been doing this stuff longer than I have. And, you know, a lot of the same waters get fished a lot over the years. Um, like how important is it to build like a, uh, like a metaphorical binder of knowledge for these places. You know what I mean? Cause there's a reason why people, why these tournaments keep going back there. I mean, it's, it's not just cause they're good fisheries, but it's cause they can handle the, uh, the pressure, the volume of people that are going to be there and all these things. And so like, you know, when you think of something like Kentucky Lake or East West Harbor or uh, Gunnersville or all these places that we go to quite frequently. I mean, it's, it does become like, like how much do you really know that lake that's really going to play uh, you know, a, an effect on like how good you're going to do. Cause I mean, I don't know how many times you've been to East West Harbor, but you have been there before. So you kind of already get the, like you understand it, but like, I mean, do you build like a, uh, like, you know, like a mental binder of things that you've done in the past, how you want to fish it? I mean, 
I mean, it's it's it's, it's got it's, there's got to be something about that too, right? Like just being familiar with those kind of areas. I mean, I know you get time to pre-fish, but I imagine competing on that as many times before helps like tremendously, right? Yeah, I mean, for sure. It's like, you know, like watching videos, learning everything you can, even if you've never been there before. I mean, you can watch videos and watch what guys are doing, you know, how they're winning tournaments or how they're just out there fun fishing, catching fish. Um, you know, yeah. you take you want to take all that into consideration. And like after the tournament, you know, everybody's always like, well, I caught them on this. And, you know, they may be lying about it, but they, they may be telling the truth. And, you know, you go out there and try it and, you know, you may do good on it. Um, but yeah, you always remembering like you know what you're throwing, what you're catching them on, and what I want to get in a better habit of myself is to keep records of. I tried to have a little book and write down right. all you know all a bunch of different stuff that didn't work. But for for me, just taking pictures of like the all the baits that I'm throwing at the time, you know, like even during the tournament, like you know, I caught a fish. Take a picture of the bait next, right next to it. So it just, yeah. you know, you always have that. You always be able to go back and look at that and be like, okay, man, I caught, you know, I caught 20 fish that day on a on a chatter bait or you know on a drop shot uh, or on a jerk bait. Like um, just ha- having having that knowledge of of what you've done before and and, and spots as well. Even though, you know, stuff changes all the time. Spots right. spots change. You know, fish may not be there this year. Um, but you may be able to go, you know, over here 200 yards and catch them doing the exact same thing. Catch them on a jerk bait like you did last year or whatever. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, know, knowing all that and then knowing those spots and being able to check them out pre-fishing and see if they're going to produce for you or see if they're not going to produce right. for you and then – and then just, you know, working from there. And, I mean, it's, it's all knowledge that you can just use while you're pre-fishing, just build upon, you know. And, um, and you know, you may have it. You, you, you may not need a pre-fish there. You may know, well, I did this last year and I wore them out. And you may go there and do it again and do the exact same thing, exact same spot. But you may not. So, right. so just having, having that knowledge and just taking it while you're pre-fishing and, and building upon it is, is huge. Yeah, so one, like, yeah, one of the things I started doing, like, I, I started figuring out an like, interesting way to use apps. You know, like I've been using that Angler app, I guess is what it's called. But, you know, you can put yeah. in there the information. Like, and that's what I'm trying to build, like, not just for my local lakes, but every lake I go to. I'm trying to build, like, a book of knowledge of, like, what happened. And I agree 100%. Things change year from year. But, I mean, it's – but it saves you – it gives you. It's just another tool, I think, right? Like just yeah. being able, being able to have something because now you're familiar with it. Instead, you know, like how hard it is to go to a lake you've never been to, and you know, and you're going against head to head with like the best anglers in the country, um, and they've been there before. They 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 they've got you know. I think they got a little bit of knowledge of you know maybe it's just maybe maybe something as simple as you know what waters to just avoid because it's dead water or or whatever it is, and they're not wasting. So you know, like when you go out there and pre fish, like it's 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 you know, it's not like bad equity. You know, it's like you're going out there. You've already you're already skipping a lot of things that you know don't work, and then you're just trying to go with the things that you do know and trying to figure out what the the best thing. And like, I've been using these apps now to kind of like like you said, like take a picture of the fish, take a picture of the bait that I use, the time of the day, uh, the, and, and maybe put a little bit of note of the conditions or whatever. And hopefully, they I'll have like you know as the years go or or whatever, I'll have like these. Um, There's something I can always just look back on. Uh, and once again, it's just a tool. It's not something you can depend on. But I think like building stuff like that, like has to be like just important. Yeah. I mean, like I, when you look at like why 
you know, people can go down to Gunnersville and, and, and win, a, win, win a championship or whatever, and you find out they've been there before, like, there's there's some, an advantage to, like, knowing the area and being there and fishing it year from year that, you know, pe- you know that you, you got to take advantage of and make sure – I don't know. I don't like you. I don't know if I could keep a book and, and write that shit down over and over or whatever and, and then I expect to be lost or something. But, I don't know, I feel yeah. like there's something to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it definitely – it just gives you somewhere to start. And like I said, it could be completely different, you know, that year you're going back to it, but you have somewhere to start, you know, and, and that, that, that is huge. Um, being able to just be like, ha- have a game plan going into it. And yeah, you may need to change it up as soon as you get there. But, but um, I mean, I, I just feel like having that, having that game plan and, and somewhere to start is, is way better than just going into somewhere blind, like not even reading anything about a lake, just not knowing, Hey, well, I have no idea what's going on here. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, we actually do day one, day two. How do you decide uh, what to do? Like what you're going to like, you know, let's just say you have like a a really good or decent day, day one. What are your thoughts on day two? Like, are you just, are you, you you know, going to the same spots? Uh, Are you, looking at things to kind of help you determine like what you're going to, like how you determine what you're going to do on day two, I guess it's a real question. Uh, you know, cause one of the things I have a hard time is once again, if I'm catching fish, why wouldn't I go back there and see if I can catch some more fish? Um, but you know, what, what your experience on like East West Harbor, like deciding what you're going to do after on day two, depending, you know, based off what you did on day one. So on, at East West, I, I started – I was going to start out doing exactly the same thing. I was basically going to do the exact same thing. Right. The conditions kind of ended up changing. The fish were doing a lot different, and it ended up working out. I, I, I kind of just I, – I don't want to say I lucked up on them, but I lucked up on them in the fact that they were feeding how they were. Right. Because um, I, I had, had a spot marked on my – on my, you know, GPS where I caught them the day before. And, uh, you know, I caught probably five or six out of this little, you know, small area. And, um, you know, I was throwing a shaky head, throwing a drop shot in there, you know, fishing real slow. And I just so happened to, I was covering water trying to get to that spot and, um, just was throwing a chatterbait and I'd only caught one fish on a chatterbait the day before, but I was just covering, I was just moving spots. So I was just covering water real quick. And, um, as soon as I got to that spot, I had one smash the chatterbait and, um, I looked down at my graph and I just see these little black dots everywhere on the, on the 360. And I like do a double take and I'm like, cause I, I'm still just learning that a lot, like the 360 and everything. And I did a double take. I'm like, that's fish. And, um, you know, I, I measured that fish, threw it back, went over there, put spot lock on, casted that chatterbait in there, got smashed again. And, I mean, dude, it was unbelievable. I, I They would hit that chatterbait on the fall. Uh, they would hit it sitting on the bottom. It didn't matter what you did. All you had to do was throw that thing in this little, little cut of grass. And um, they were just absolutely smashing it. And so, like, I, I, I knew there was fish there from the previous day, but they just they, – there was a lot more, and they were bigger today. And, they, you know, they're actively feeding rather than just kind of chilling and hanging out. And, you know, I was trying to make them bite on a shaky head. Right. Um, so, so it was pretty cool having just – having them piled in there and just smash. I mean, I probably could have thrown anything in there, and they, w- they would have hit it. So, Well, so – 
I'm glad you saw that. The, the 360, like, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Like, uh, the pros and cons. Like, I, dude, it, like, that is, like, one of the hottest topics right now. Like, that, panoptics, everything. Um, you know, some people uh, are absolutely totally against this. Some people are for it. I don't really care. That's not what I really want to talk about. Like, like actually using it, like, like um, you know, there's some people who say, like, they get too caught up in it. Uh, there's some people who say that they wouldn't fish without it. Uh, what are your thoughts on the whole thing? Like, what's been like your experience with it so far? Man, I absolutely love it. I mean, obviously, it's not something that you need all year round, or that I'm that I would use all year round. Um, but for most of the year, you know, it's when you're out fishing deeper, I, I'm I'm always gonna have it. It's it's unbelievable, and that really sealed the deal. For I mean, I, obviously, like I've using it to pick apart targets, find stumps, find, you know, find logs out there, you know, find grass, find weed lines. Like it, it does great on all that, but seeing those fish on there. And I mean, I was literally being able to like that whole tournament. I used it to where I'd see those fish. And I mean, kind of like you hear them talk about like the, the live stuff, but I, I would literally see them. I would cast over to them. And I mean, I wouldn't see them go eat the bait or anything. But, like, I'd see them on there. I'd, I'd be able to cast directly to them. And, I mean, they'd hit it, and then I'd catch them. And, like, that feeling was unbelievable. And, literally, I was in that little cut. I was seeing those. I saw, like, I got a screenshot of it that I'll share here in a few days. But, um, you know, there's, like, 15, 20-some fish, you know, maybe a little bit more than that. And you can just see them all in there. And by the end of it, I'm sure some of us spooked some of them or whatever. They kind of went off. But by the end of it, there was just like two or three sitting in there. And literally, I would sit over there, cast to those two or three fish and pick them out until finally there was just none left in there. They they were they just go out, go back in the grass or whatever. So, like, literally, I was picking off every single fish that was that was in there with that 360 imaging. And, uh, yeah, it, it it was awesome. It was a great feeling. Now, is it one of those, like, a tool where you can, I mean, obviously you can eliminate water with it, but is it something that's, like, like, you find a spot that's, that just looks juicy. Um, is it something, like, like if you don't see fish on this thing, is it something you're not going to bother with? I mean, like, like how do you, like, like, how, um, like, how into it are you really, like, are you really into it? I mean, obviously you see something on it, you're going to cast to what you see, but is it one of those things, it's like a, do you let that determine, like, an area that you're going to fish at all times? Um, no. So it's, it's mainly the, the way I mainly use it is just to find, find that subtle stuff that nobody else is seeing. Um, you know, find, find a little thing of rock, find a little ditch, um, fi find a, find a roadbed, um, right. you know, whatever it is, find a stump, um, just fi finding stuff like that. And like in pre-fishing, you know, you're casting to it and, you know, seeing, seeing if you're getting, but you're not always seeing, fish on right. there especially in like rocks and stuff like they, they can hide in that stuff really good where you can't can't see them but um but just fishing it and seeing what's there and being able you know then then you make your decisions kind of based on that but um but a lot of times you will see the fish and and that you know lake here at home um i got another screenshot of it dude you just see fish everywhere around it and so like if, if there's a lot of fish around there you'll see them and you'll you'll know um that that's a good spot especially if you start catching them and they are bass um but uh so so a lot of times you will know if it's a real real juicy spot but i mean right. other times you know you just if you just see something that looks interesting you make a cast to it and, and, and see what you're catching off of it 
and then you can kind of put a either put a pattern together that way or if it's a big enough area you know you can just you know fish fish it and and you know hopefully catch catch multiple fish off of it yeah yeah i mean like that's that's next for me i think it's something you know something like a 360 because i mean i you gotta you gotta accept the fact that like all your all the people you're fishing against are, are starting to use that now uh one way or another or they're using something that i mean like it like it's it's if you want to be competitive I, I don't see why you wouldn't want to have something something you know, why you wouldn't have something like that i mean i, I don't know i know a lot of people are, are kind of talking bad about it but i'm like i don't know if it's uh, if it's if it's working and it's gonna make me closer to the money why would why wouldn't i want to have that in my boat yeah, I mean, the, the, there's a lot of people starting to use the live now. I mean, I, I stayed with Jody and Christine, and they're both running it now. You know, they're both kind of still learning it, but but I mean, it's just it, it's it's another tool, man. You're not going to use it all the time. You got to know when to use it and when to kind of just let it go. But um, but it's just it's it's another tool you can add, and you know, if if it can help you catch one fish during a tournament, a lot of times that's all it takes to to win right. it. You know, to to get that step above everybody else. Well, how how I mean, I know you already talked about it a little bit, but how useful was it with you when you're like your second place finish or second second place finish at uh, East West Harbor? I mean, there's a lot of grass there, and that's one of the things. Like when I'm fishing, I I, I kind of use my graph to, to kind of tell me where the grass is, where the grass line is, and that's about it. You know, and, and things like that. But like how, you know, like it's. Cause I mean, like a lot of stuff, like you, know, you see a lot of people who fish offshore. Um, they love using their electronics, but I'm not much of a, you know, offshore angler. I like to get up there in the grass and nasty stuff. I love flipping and things like that. But uh, you know, how 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 useful was it for you? Because from right here, East West Harbor is a pretty, at least the harbors are, you know, they're pretty grass. Like there's a, pretty, like, a lot of grass in those areas. Like, I mean, not, when you look on the, when you look on the uh, the maps and stuff, it's it's thick, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of thick grass, especially uh, on east. Um, I mean, there's definitely some on west too, but there's a lot. Like, I mean, the most I've seen is over over on east. And uh, so, so I just want to make make sure. So, so I was talking about the 360 is what I'm using, not the live, the, the yeah. kind of live technology. I just want to make sure that you, you knew that. But um, I, I'm still I'm still confused on all of it. So I mean, I'm glad you told me that. <laughs> but like, whatever, like it's okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it's there. I mean, I'm not, not sure. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what the difference is between. I, I mean, I do know with the 360, it's like a better. Isn't it kind of like a better uh, side scan or side view? Yeah, three. I mean, image. the best yeah. way to explain it is the 360 is side imaging, except all around you. All around, yeah, and, um, yeah, yeah. So so you're not getting you're you're getting that. Like when you when you look at your graph, you're getting it what you, what you've seen, kind of what you passed, or what's what's what was there a second ago is what right. just popped up. Um, you know, it's it, it's different than live, but um, but I think they will complement each other very well to to be able to use them. But but again, with the 360, seeing those grass lines, so like you know, it's 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 sitting there rotating all around. So like you're looking at it like this, and this is right in front of your boat up here, and you know, if you're sitting on the edge of that grass line, you can see exactly what it's doing, whether it cuts out this way or goes back this way up, you know, 80 feet in front of you. So, okay. so if you're trying to fish that grass line, you, you know exactly where to cast and exactly where to work that lure back at to stay right on that edge, you know, r rather than having to kind of, you know, with just like regular sonar down scan, you'd have to right. kind of go over top of it and look at it and kind of remember or put a, put a waypoint at where it pokes out or whatever. But with that 360, 
every time it rotates, you're literally seeing exactly where exactly where that grass line comes out and where it wiggles back and forth. And I mean, that was a huge key. That that was where I found those fish. Was a, you know, the grass line. It, it's a straight edge grass line, but there's just like this cut in it. And um, so you can see, you can like see a, all that. You can see all that kind of detail, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how long did it take you to like be able to? Like kind of relate to that, you know what I mean? Like, cause even now with just regular side view, I still have a hard time. You know, if I see something, you know, stopping there and looking and deciding like how to cast, because there is that delay, whether it's a, a two second, three second, depending on how fast you're going delay. Uh, but with like uh, the side view, or I'm sorry, the, the 360, like it's 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 constant. But I mean, like I don't know, it, it just seems like I mean, I, is it easier to kind of determine like? If, if it's at that angle, it's, it's it's at that angle, and is it does it does that image keep on like even when you stay still? Is it kind of like a a steady? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So so that's why it's different than side imaging. So basically, the transducer rotates. Okay. So like oh. if you can imagine, so instead of you like your boat moving and then you seeing what's like out straight out to the side of you, the the transducer is just sit constantly doing this. So really, it's best if you're sitting. Still, you don't want to be moving really fast while using it. Okay. With side imaging, you can kind of cruise around and still see really good images. Right. But no, so so if you're sitting sitting here in one spot, it's constantly refreshing. If you've seen like the, um, I can't think of it, but but so it's it's got a line like that. You got your circle, and you got a line like this, and it's just constantly turning in circles, and each side is refreshing as as it goes around. So it's kind of okay. it's like that in the aspect of. Like if you were moving with side imaging, um, it, it's just doing the moving itself. If that makes sense. Okay. Um, yeah. But but yeah. So as you're sitting in one spot, you can literally see everything around you, and it and it is updating, but it's not like an instant update. Like I said, it it rotates, and you can change the speeds of it. You can make it rotate faster or slower. Um, obviously, if it rotates slower, you get a better image. If it rotates faster. You you can you're not going to get quite as much detail out of it, but you're gonna you're you're gonna see quicker at what's happening. Like if you're trying to follow around a school of bait fish or something, you're gonna want it. You're not gonna see that bait fish in perfect detail, but you're gonna be able to see them enough where they are, and it's gonna you're gonna be able to keep up with them because it's rotating faster. Oh, that's crazy, dude! Like this fishing stuff's getting <laughs> it's get, I mean it's getting better. I mean, but it's still like it's like. You think you figure something out, next thing you know, you got to get a live view or you got to get a 360. And it's just like, just, I mean, like, it, I mean, it's taken me so long just to understand sonar. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, technology has always interested me. Um, you know, as I was young, I was big into computers and, you know, just anything to do with computers, like writing programs and, do you know, doing websites. So, like, having these fish finders, just that technology just immediately interested me. And, um, you know, I've, I've probably had side imaging for about five years now and I, or four or five years. And I started out with just a five inch screen with the side imaging. I had no idea what side imaging was. And I just read about it. I learned about it. I watched videos. And then as soon as it like kind of clicked for me, I was like, man, this five inch screen is way too small. And I went and got a 10 inch screen and I'm like, I was like in heaven and, you know, going from there, just learning it, getting, getting used to seeing it um no, knowing what you're looking at right. and i mean it, it's so so learning once you learn side imaging really well i think i feel like 360 is 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 right on par with that it, okay. it took me a little bit getting used to but um 
but I mean, it's, you know, like I said, if you do know the, th- the side imaging, the 360 will be pretty easy to, to start dealing with. All right. So how long is it before you start getting into uh live scope or uh, yeah, live feed? So as soon as hummingbird releases theirs for sale, I'm going to, as soon as I can get my hands on one, I'm going to get one. I think, I think uh, next month is the when they're supposed to release it. Hopefully, I can get my hands on on one, um, and and I'll be running it. Then <laughs> right, so I've been I've been waiting for just, it. Just because, like I said, I'm very new to. I mean, like whatever. I, I still use a you know mid market like a you know Garmin seven you know SV or whatever. Uh, you know sound view or you know side view, down view, or clear view, all that stuff. Uh, it's just one screen, you know. Like what, what? What is your setup going to look like? I mean, like, like how much modif- modification do you really got to do your bow? Like, I mean, are you going to be able to have live scope and three sixty on one screen? Is it going to be two, three screens? Like, I mean, like, like, I don't know. I'm looking at your boat and I'm seeing like, a, you know, I'm thinking like a summary. We get all these screens showing you all different shit. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, what's it going to look like? I told my buddy Mark. I was like, well, I guess I got to buy a third the third graph to run this live scope or run the mega live when I, when it comes out, um, yeah. I doubt I'll do that. I may get one and just kind of play around with it and see how it goes. But I, I don't, I mean, I could do it. I don't know if that's really feasible. Um, right. I, I think with two screens, I can, I can do it pretty, pretty good. Uh, run, run live on one, uh, run 360 on the other. Um, I can do 360 split screen. Yeah. Um, so, so I can get either maps or like your sonar. Um, but right now, most of the time, what I'm, how I'm running, I, you know, I got the, I got the two graphs. So I have the 360 running on one and then I have side imaging, sonar and down on the other most of the time. Um, and, and so I'll, I'll just have to get rid of the sonar down on there on, on one of those screens. But, but I, I, I don't think that uh, that's going to be that big of a deal. You can always switch back and forth, but right. Um, but yeah, I, th- I, I think I got it dialed in in my head, and so now it's literally just waiting for for stores to get them in stock and being able to pick one up. Yeah, yeah, but uh, man, it's, I don't know. It just it just I've just seen so many boats get crazy and crazier. I'm just like, eventually these boats are going to have to catch up with the electronics and, 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 the, and the things that people want to do. I mean, I know, I know some of them can handle it, but it's just like, I mean, from pedal drives to motors to uh, three different monitor, I mean, whatever. I mean, these, it's, it's just, it's, it's going to change dramatically in the next few years. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's crazy how much it's changed and just, you know, the, the five, the past five years, six years, um, you know, when I, when I first got into it and, um, I'm sure, you know, in the next 10 years, it'll be, it'll be completely different than it is now. So, right. um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm by no means any kind of purist or anything. I do love the, the kayak aspect of it. Yeah. We are spending thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on, on our rigs now. Um, but I, I still like the kayak aspect of it. It's still cheaper. You're still not having to put gas in it. Yep. You're not having to, you know, get a huge truck to pull pull it around and, and go to tournaments. Um, right. So, so I, I I really like really like it, and it, I mean, if it does get bigger and bigger, like I, I'm fine with that. Like I'm I'm all for it. I mean, put put a motor on there, you know, put put three graphs on there. Get yeah. your live, get your 360. Like 
I mean, I, I'm I'm not a purist by any means for the kayaking. Kayaking. I mean, I'm just I'm just a fisherman. Like that's that's what yeah. I want to do. Well, when you when you when you really think about it, the whole point of a kayak, at one point was just it's all about being efficient at catching fish. At the end of the day, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's you know, and one of the things that made kayak so special was because you could get to places um, the boats couldn't get to. Now it wasn't because you didn't want to have a boat to get in there, but it was just kayaks were more efficient at doing certain things and now it's like well how do we make this kayak more efficient at doing other things and it's just like uh, of course this is going to happen because the, the goal is to to catch fish as many fish as easily and as often as you possibly can to enhance the uh the experience on the water for that day and if it's and, and why wouldn't you want to have three graphs if you could have three graphs or why wouldn't you want to have a motor or whatever i mean i don't know i, I, I understand the purest part of it but the there really is no purest part of it. Like the whole the whole goal of this is to catch fish and to be efficient as possible at it, and yeah. to use and everything is a tool, um, and and they're all and everything is made to, to enhance the experience. And so I'm I'm kind of like you. It's like I'm a little late, but one of the reasons I'm late is because like there's still there's just so much I still got to learn. Like and and like, I don't think a uh, a 360 is going to make me any better right now because i still gotta learn how to use my side view my side scan so you know yeah. i just i just i just think you you know because you, you'll see a lot of i'm not saying they shouldn't do it you, everyone do what they want but it's like what's the point in having like a you know a, a twenty thousand dollar setup you know if you're only like a five hundred dollar type of angler you know what i mean like you, there's stuff you gotta just the shit you gotta learn you know what i mean like you gotta learn how to, to use the tool that you have already and and just jumping into like this because like dude even you said like like the, the like you're into this kind of stuff. I'm not, I don't know that much about sonar and things like that. So it's not, it's not gonna make me better until I learn it. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, keep going. exactly. Like you can go out and buy everything in the world that can help you out. And if you don't know how to use it, it's, it's not going to help you out. You yeah. really gotta, you really gotta learn how to use those tools and, and put them, put them to work for you rather than sitting out there trying to be like, Oh, well I got this, but yeah. I have no idea what I'm looking at here. I can turn uh, it on. <laughs> yeah, I can turn it on. It looks pretty. But, yeah. uh, but I mean, it, I mean, I don't think you necessarily – I mean, obviously, there's, there's people out there that, that can catch the crap out of them without all this stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't, you don't have to have it. Um, but, but, again, I enjoy it. And, yeah. you know, it, I enjoy learning it, and, and it helps me. So, so I mean, I, that, that's why I like it, and that's why I, lock, I rock it. But, um, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I, I think it's, I think we will get to the point where like, I mean, we're, we're seeing Hobie now not allowing motors. And, um, I mean, we, we will have some of that, I think, pop up in the future where, you know, you start seeing rules limiting you on certain things yeah. and which I, I'm, I mean, I'm absolutely fine with that. I think, I think that's great. You know, that'll keep, that'll keep, I think more people into it and the people that are like, Oh man, I can't compete with him with, you know, he's got, five thousand dollars in graphs on there but i mean when when really that guy could but in mentally he can't so so i think being able to have have those different avenues open for everybody is is would be awesome well let me ask you, i got two more questions and then we'll we'll write this thing up but just just to stick on the graph thing like one of my so i i think you know i think ahead a little bit like uh yeah, like I'm all for these graphs and everything like that. But like one thing that we always forget about, we forget about like how the fish feel about these kind of things, right? And so we're talking about, you know, we love tournament fishing. Eventually I see this kind of like this this might play effect in like how fun tournament fishing might be in the future. Cause I mean, like one of the things 
that affects fish's pressure. Um, and the easier and the easier it gets, it gets at catching fish, you know, the harder and harder it's going to be to catch fish. Uh, cause we all know what pressure does to a fishery. Um, do you see this? And like I guess I'm not saying it should be illegal. I'm not saying it should be stopped, but I do see it play like, like fishing is only going to get harder and harder, the easier and easier it gets for us to, to catch them. If that makes any sense. I mean, yeah, but I, I think we kind of, so, so if you go back in the day before, like before sonar was really big before people really learned how to use it, fishing offshore, people would love to go fish offshore because they were unpressured fish. Yeah. Nobody ever fished for them. Everybody in tournaments would just go around beating the bank. Right. And, um, you know, once people learned this offshore style fishing, more people started doing it. And then it became not as good because there was everybody was out there doing it. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I just feel like it'll kind of be I, I see what you're saying. And you could be very well right. Right. But um, I just feel like there may be kind of a circle going where, like, you know, with this live scope, people are going to be generally fishing more deeper finding those schools of fish and picking them apart and and then what are this these fish up shallow in the shallow grass are going to become easier to catch and the, those people right. that are just out there you know flipping the grass are going to be the ones doing really good not no sonar or nothing um right. so so I, I think there'll be a lot of cycles with it um i mean i could be wrong about that it, it yeah i don't be, know i have no idea but i i, I was just thinking about that because i mean just yeah it gets, you know, like I hear people talking, you know, used to fish 20, 30 years ago saying, especially, you know, like, you know, like we talk about people like that are on your home lakes, like, oh man, fishing used to be so much better. Now, look, it could be just a bunch of old guys that are full of shit because everyone likes to say that. Everyone likes to talk about how great the old days were because it could be, they all could be absolutely full of shit. I don't know. But, but, you know, but it is something to think about because, I mean, this is good, you know, these things, these tools, and it's not just sonar, it's all the different things that we come out with that make fishing easier for us you know what i mean like i mean honestly if there weren't rules i'm sure guys would still be out there throwing dynamite in the water to try to catch fish you know what i mean like i mean there's got to be rules and regulations i don't know i'm not sure where they should all be but i know that like you know the technology and the and the rods and we're we're just getting so good at it you know it it dialing in what what makes it easier to catch fish with all these different tools we have and i just don't know how it's going to affect them in the future especially when you can literally see the fish, see the schools of fish and, and watch your lure go. And, and, you know what I mean? Like where you're pretty much video game. You're, you're watching the whole thing happen in real time. Like, I don't know how yeah. that's, you know, what the future will look like that. But, I mean, but, but why not? Well, we got to find out though. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, we, we definitely will. We'll find out. And I mean, hopefully we can just, as a whole world, we can get better at the conservation aspect yeah. of it and not, you know, you know, not, keeping too many of these fish and not, not harming these fish. And I mean, we as tournament anglers, you know, they, they've learned a lot over the years where, you know, they, uh, as far as keeping them in the live well, they got stuff to help keep them healthy. And, you know, they got rules against fish coming in dead. Um, so, so, I mean, I, I think if, if we can spread all that knowledge to everybody else and get everybody on the same page of keeping these fisheries healthy, and 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 not killing too many fish and not just you know catching fish and throwing them on the bank or catching fish and taking them home and eating them just for the heck of it you know right um i mean obviously you know people people love to eat fish and, and that's fine but we just need to be aware of how many fish we're taking out and how many fish we're killing out of out of certain fisheries and what it can handle um, right 
Yeah. So, I mean, hope, I mean, I'm sure it, it'll all work out. It always does. And I mean, yeah. yeah, maybe there may be some limits in the future on, you know, who knows what the next technology is to come out. I mean, um, it'll probably be live scope, but you'll be able to see every single, like you'll be able to, like it'll be a camera where you can just literally yeah. see every single fish down there. I mean, not, they do have cameras that you can stick down there now, but, but, but I mean, who knows what it'll be. And uh, yeah, I mean, eventually there may have to be limits on, on, you know, in tournaments on this sort of thing, but um, we'll see, man. I'm, I'm interested to find out. So. All right, cool. Last question. We'll wrap this thing up. Uh, we got to go back to possible kingdom just a little bit, man. Um, t- strong top 10 finish. Uh, what was your thought on the whole thing? Uh, obviously we can't talk, we can't go in big detail. Uh, we've already been on here about an hour, but uh, I, I want, I want, like I said, I want to talk to you after that, but I just got, got busy with stuff. Uh, what yeah. was your whole thought about the whole experience? Uh, how do you feel about it? Uh, bass and everything, being on the stage. Uh, for me, it's what it looked like from my point. It looked like a pretty magical weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it. It was pretty awesome. I mean, I think I think bass has its flaws overall, and I mean everybody does. But um, but I mean just dude, being on that classic stage, being there, being part of that event. I mean, there. That's that's so awesome. Like. Yeah, there there wasn't a ton of people in the crowd, but like it doesn't matter. You're on that stage. You got the big screen up above you. They're calling out your name. I mean, you know, you got you're in a huge stadium. There are people there clapping that that you know they don't know you, but they just learned your name. You know, hopefully they they start. You know, some of those people start looking into kayaking and and learning what we're about. But um, yeah, I mean, dude, the, the event was awesome. I had a ton of fun. Possum Kingdom is freaking amazing. I think we all saw that by yeah. by um what what the top top guys did. But um I, I was just lucky enough to catch a couple kicker fish and and you know squeak squeak in and get get up there on that stage. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. Well, what's next for you? What's coming up, dude? This I can't believe the season's almost over, man. Um, or I don't know if it's almost over, but we're we're coming to a close here pretty soon. Um, yeah. What, what, what's what's left for you? So I got Kentucky Lake, um, Mississippi River. Um, Are you hitting up the uh, uh, the Chesapeake Bay next weekend? I'm not, man. I I debated on going to it. Um, yeah, I I decided to back out of that one. Um, but uh, yeah, have kind of take this month off and then start start fresh going going to kentucky lake that's that's going to be an exciting one i've never been there that time of year and um i've heard things it's getting better as far as the you know the carp situation um i've heard it's getting worse so i don't know man i'm interested to go go see for myself and see what i can do down there yeah well cool man uh this go it's always good i came here the last time we talked but I, I felt like it was just it was due for a new another conversation i, I, I used, you know, you used to be like a regular. I felt like, like last year, I felt like, we, like every other weekend we were talking. But uh, I just wanted to catch up, man, see what was going on, uh, see how the season was going. Uh, obviously, you had like, your last two events were pretty good. Uh, I hope the rest of them are good, and I uh, hope to talk to you soon. Yeah, appreciate it, Josh. Thanks for having me on, man. Anyone I'll be happy to come on anytime. Anyone, anyone you want to think or anything that you got to, whatever, share some love, put in some plugs or anything like that. Yeah, man. Old Town, always, man. They're 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 such a huge help um, supporting me throughout throughout the whole season. Um, you know, Dakota Lithium, Cash and Cash and Rods, Catch Measuring Boards, Fish USA. They all they all kind of help me out, support me. 
help me do, you know, help me travel as much as I do. And, and, um, they're just, they're just great trying to get, get, they get my name out there as much as I help get their name out there. So, so I love the relationship I have with all those guys. All right, man. Casey's good talking to you. Uh, good luck with the rest of the season and we'll chat soon. All right. Sounds good. Take care, bud.